Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. No! Thursday night football, the Denver Broncos at the New York Jets. This game tonight will be like watching two old people have sex. How about that? That's why you have to keep watching because you don't know the next word out of my mouth. And I know that because I don't know the next word out of my mouth. Everybody's awake today. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Start spreading the news. Flame Tech Football Friday is on the air, live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And I'm saying, you football fans, tell all your friends. Get them over here onto YouTube Live. Game Plus, and give us a like as well and a subscription if you haven't yet. And the reason I say that is it's a football Friday. We reserve these for football. So you football fans, you people that love football more than anything else, get on it. And that includes our co-host today, award-winning sports executive Lee Genier, the man with pizzazz and chutzpah. How you doing, Lee? Good. I know you, you said that's your number one sport. It is. Yeah. It is. Why? Did you play it? Oh, I've played it. Absolutely. Played it forever. Here still, in this town? Um, here in this town, other towns, you name it. Yep. I think I could still put a ball in the end zone from center field. Is that right, huh? Throwing it? Kicking it? Throwing it. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like gunslinger. I smell a challenge. Let's go. I smell a challenge here. So listen, we'll have some brief, like very brief hockey talk here. Although, hmm, let's be honest, people are ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is the sense I get. But let's be honest, we'll save a lot of that for next week where we will be back here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. But these NHL games, for the most part, people going through the motions ready for the playoffs. And then the other teams are... Looking forward to next year. I got a very interesting call this morning about some firings. He's like, keep your ear to the ground for this in the NHL. And I'm like, eh, 
I'm talking football today, which reminds me, our guests today include from ESPN 1530 Cincinnati, Moe our good and longtime friend, Bengals Radio, to talk about the NFL draft, and from the Calgary Sun and Herald, Danny Austin, who covers the Calgary Stampeders, and I think probably this spring the flames if they go on this long run so there's the guests can you please hit the quick six show horn uh <laughs> director jordan please and thank you boom, boom yeah well again for those that don't know the quick six show topics are of importance to me the host because it is the rod peterson show so number one on my radar lee is the national football league and defense was the focus of night one of the draft with the first five selections coming on that side of the ball including edge rushers trayvon walker of national champion georgia going to jacksonville and aiden hutchinson of michigan going to uh the lions at numbers one and two it's the first time in 31 years that no player on offense went in the opening five picks so there was a little bit of a Wah, wah, wah. feel i was watching when pittsburgh though took uh, kenny pickett at number 20 the hometown kid it was like the only intrigue of last night am i wrong no well i mean they need a quarterback so makes sense bring your quarterback in now they also have mason rudolph and uh mitchell trubisky so that's the camp you're gonna want to be at absolutely to watch that they're gonna be fighting for a job those guys yeah that'll be the most competitive thing is there's an off-season storyline for you. But we're going to get into, uh, obviously, some CFL talk here, too. But Lee and I went out, and we watched the Raptors game last night. And, oh, boy, now the flood thoughts are flooding into my head. It was tight until halftime. It, it was. Wait a minute. That's point two. I don't want to get into the Raptors right now because it's a football Friday. Um, I didn't really know who these players were. And shame on me. But I'm not a scout or a personnel guy. And I got bored. I, 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 got, I got enough of the fans, the drunken revelry. Good on you. But there are, there's got to be something else on. And I flipped over to the Oilers and the Sharks, and it was actually, that turned out to be a great decision. So I wasn't clinging to the set last night, were you? No. No. I mean, you have to be really deep in NCAA football to understand all these guys. And you might know someone. Um is like I say, there's more compelling stuff, or just being at the party mm -hmm. in Vegas, right? Which was probably more um, engaging to a lot of people in Vegas last night. Of course, well, our guy Andrew Patterson, hustler, was there from Winnipeg Sports Talk. He's doing his show from the draft, and his show airs right after ours on YouTube Live at what is it, 1 p.m. Central, I think. But here's the point about all this the CFL draft goes next week. Lee, you worked in the CFL for right on 20 seasons? Yeah, 19 years. Well, 20 years will go on. Yeah, tw 20 yeah. for me. Yeah. And um, this is the first time that I noticed last night that nobody was on social media saying, why can't the CFL do this? Why? No, like, that ship sailed. And more than I said to Lee, most of our viewers don't know who these players were last night. If I don't and you don't, they don't, I don't think. Unless they're ardent hardcore college football fans this is the point that i wanted to get to has the ship just sailed and we won't even talk about the cfl glitzing up its draft because they've tried i'm not cfl guy here we're going to be giving it a ton of coverage this year there's no doubt we're going to be in the venues we're i don't want to say too much but we got some exciting things coming down the pipe with the canadian football league and this show i love it and so do you absolutely are we in a war with the National Football League in this country? That's my commentary today that nobody really seems to understand what I'm saying or wants to join the argument. But Lee and I are going to talk about it right here as two longtime CFL guys because I sniffed 
that you don't agree with me. I think that we're in a war with the NFL for eyeballs, ticket sales, jersey sales. And, I and you think, say we're not. Yeah, I don't think we are at all. I mean, we're, it's a, you know, the CFL is a proprietary league. It has its fans, and you know what? There's a lot of cross-pollination between fans. There's football fans. We're not, not in a war at all. Because, um, again, there's a reason that um, CFL puts games on certain days. Like, you know, you're not, you don't want to play on Sunday afternoon when you get into, um, into NFL, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's not. It's not uh, in a war. At all, like I mean, they no, have, don't they, look at me like it's not a thing. It's a thing. The way I look at it, I mean, and you're a sales guy. No, well, what are you? You're a business guy. You're a marketing guy. You're all of it. You're everything that's not on the field, basically. Yeah. Do you not think that for every ticket sold to a Canadian to an NFL game, that's money out of the CFL's pocket? Do you not see that? Do you not think? Going down to Jersey City or Fanatics, our newest partner. I can't wait for those commercials to run. Guys making a decision or a young girl to buy a jersey. I'm going to buy a Carson Wentz jersey instead of a Bo Levi jersey. That, 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 to me, is a war. That is a competition. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's seat pitch both ways. Like, you know, there is an NFL Canada division. Right. Right. So, you know, CFL, you know, going back to the, to the 90s when there was expansion into the U.S., um, I know the NFL was unhappy about it, but it wasn't a threat. I mean, right now you've got... Two new leagues coming, you know, to yeah. the NFL, right? So I think they and they are their partners in it. So how can you kind of say that, you know, the CFL is a threat to the NFL? It might be a threat to the CFL to some degree, right? Because I mean, the NFL puts on a great game, great broadcast, the way they do their marketing, and I think the CFL could take some cues from the NFL and the way they do things. Sure. And I don't think we're really arguing here no. per se. You can no. see where I'm coming from, I think. Can you not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I... Yeah, I can see where you think, okay, is money going this way or that way? I think it just, to be quite honest, all football gets all fans excited. So. Yeah, and, and probably the best thing was when they did, the CFL moved its games off Sunday in the fall. So... I'm not saying that nobody in the CFL is doing their job right now, believe me, because their feathers get ruffled any time that I say anything. And the fact that two very good friends of mine, and the old-timers will know them and know their story, Ron Este, Hall of Famer, Edmonton Eskimos, LSU Hall of Fame, and George Reed, same thing, the G unit, both came to the CFL in the 60s, early 70s, because it paid more. Say it out loud. That was a thing. Yeah. The CFL paid more than the National Football League 50 years ago. Yeah, people don't realize that. Even into, I think, the 70s. Like, things were... Yes. So. Not even 50 years ago. So it's a book somewhere to be written as to how it went. And that's not what I want to get into today. But my point is simply this. Um, ships sailed, I think, on the CFL doing any kind of glitzy glamour for their draft. And that's fine. This is not a criticism today. But what I will say... That was a party last night. You bring out a Hall of Famer, the bus. Was it the bus that was on stage for the Steelers? Yeah. Um, not about the players. It's about getting pissed it's, and hanging out and well, having a great time and bringing out the Hall of Famers. It's not about the players. And we don't have the money, Rod. This is a recording. Well, you got a money, the money to fly in all these global, national, global players that are never going to play. 
So do I to do a little. Uh, I'm sure the Gray Eagle would love to have a draft here. The more that I think about it, it is about they like to party at the Gray Eagle. Did you know that? I see it every day. <laughs> they like to party all day and night. So, anyways, I, and it, it's just a missed opportunity. Is right. it's an off season? You're leading into the season. Yes, you should have. You should blow up your draft and get people excited about it. It's an opportunity. It's a missed opportunity. So you want to take every opportunity in the off season to showcase your league, especially with what it's been through in the last couple of yeah. years. Well, and like I say, the in, my, in the back of my mind this morning, I was thinking about the show and my commentary, what I was going to say. And the NFL basically has taken the last month off from the public eye. They never take a day off year round, but publicly... Now with the draft, now we're getting into OTAs. Now we're getting ready to get into the season. They don't really, they maybe take a month off. Yeah, and you got to remember, they don't start playing until September. So take the cues of the, a league that does it the best. And like, you know, we had some discussion last night. I said, there's teams, leagues that do things really well all over the world. It's called R&D, rip off and duplicate. Research, and just, research and development. Just, just go and find out who does it the best. Frank O'Harris. Thank you. It was Frank O'Harris on the stage. I'm sorry. I'm not up on my Steelers lore. I apologize. Um, okay. It's a football Friday. That's what I told you people to settle in. I told Lee last night at the 722 World yeah, Beer House. I said, get ready, Lee. It's going to be right down your alley. All football. Look at the grin on your face. Let's talk about it. Let's get in deep. Yeah. So into the chat. Good morning, Chris. My cousin's up and in from Medicine Hat. Jack Fulton in Vulcan, Alberta. I agree with Rod. The CFL is definitely in a battle with the NFL. Sorry, Lee. Herm Harrison told me he came to the CFL for more money over the NFL. From Randy in Winnipeg, my Chargers picked... Zion Johnson, a big offensive lineman with a 17th pick. No second-round pick. Thank you for the Chargers update. Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says, Amar Doman hinted very strongly in the XFL Mark cast that the Schooners could be here as soon as the 2023 season. Uh, he goes on to say, Nelson, where is it here? Uh, this is the first year I have a deep understanding of the CFL prospects only because the CFL has been doing prospect profiles on YouTube and social media. Eric Thomas, I believe, is in Hamilton. He says, I don't watch the NFL. The CFL is the only pro football league I watch. NCAA is the other league of football that I watch. Carlos in Indianapolis says, a, a war between the CFL and NFL will end badly for the CFL. And I think we all know that. I'm just trying to, this is not a criticism. Put it on my tombstone. It's not a criticism, Lee. My tombstone's going to be as high as a skyscraper, just so you know, because oh, i got all these sayings on it. One is, I never said I was a journalist. But the people that work in the CFL right now and do a great job, and I, what I keep hearing from people is, we got a small staff, we're working our asses. That is all true. How we got to where we are is not your fault. Where the eye was taken off the ball, I don't know. And incidentally, I don't... Back to Mike Kelly with his comments that these rule changes, none of them were necessary. We didn't really get into that yesterday because it wasn't a football Friday. So let's swing around on that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they were necessary. <laughs> oh. 
they're they're like a a last ditch effort to maybe make an impact. I'm thinking, 18 days before training camp, who does that? You may, you're actually probably doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, Bruce Simpson from William Huff, who does a lot of fields across the league, he's probably. His pulling head's, his hair heads, out. head's probably spinning this morning. Pulling so. out a beautiful head of hair that he has. That's right. Not as beautiful as Tommy Wielden, not to say that. but <laughs> Tommy. By the way, Clark, did you um, open our WhatsApp? Did you see the photo that I put in there of the Bomber jerseys? Please do that. Thank you. Because Jeff, the Stamps fan, is in. I feel like we're having a nice old CFL chat here today. <laughs> Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Bomber fans, what are you thinking about those third uniforms, Patrolman Pete says they are fire. As soon as Clark gets a hold of that photo, we'll put it on the screen and you can see it. Monty in Saskatoon says uh, the CFL. Are you coming to camp in Saskatoon for the Riders camp? That is a hard no. Won't be there for Rider training camp. Andrew from Quebec. If they're in a battle with the NFL, they'll lose. They have TV and streaming services trying to get to show NFL games. I think what people are missing here is that Canada, the CFL did beat Canada in, uh, the CFL did beat the NFL in ratings in Canada not that long ago. And I mean, kick the dog snot out of them. And now they're losing. See what I'm saying, Lee? Like, you well, where I'm coming Well, from. you have to remember is through COVID, like, they didn't play a season. It was happening before that. But... Again, that's a great. This, you can't say it's a war. It's because one business is doing better than the other. I don't know if you can call it a war. You, I feel like you are a guy. You're a CFL guy saying <clears throat> it's a war when we're winning, but when we're losing, it's not a war. No. I mean, again, everything. There's evolution. Everything, and and there's probably a lot of people out there that wouldn't like what I have to say. Is having spent 20 years in, in the league and been very close to the league my entire life. Things do have to evolve, right? You have the CFL is very proprietary. You have a three-down league, much different than where they play all over the world. Like you know, I go to Sweden. There's 34 teams that play NFL rules just in Sweden alone. So, you know, when they talk about going to four downs and playing them, you know, like I know that could be a very um, <laughs> controversial topic. Stop the but, presses for a sec. But, but you know is is maybe that is the future so you can have more interchangeable hey man it's guys you know like i look at guys hang like, on i gotta stop just for a break we're up time wise okay folks tell all your friends start spreading the news text your buddies send it out that we're having a cfl talk today on a flame tech football friday flame tech your industry leader in combustion services lee genier is with us he is us lee genier is with me Mo Egger from ESPN Cincinnati is coming up, and Danny Austin, too. We'll get to your comments in the chat. Today's your day. Uh, John Huffnagel's admitted to wanting to explore four downs. We do have the photo of the Bomber jerseys. We'll get to that after the break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. 
Martin coming to you from Great Eagle Resort and Casino in the beautiful gateway to the uh, Rockies here. Gateway to the foothills. Sutina Nation. Uh, by the way, I got to tell you a f- couple things. Lee Genier with us, award-winning sports exec. The Moose enjoying a well-deserved day off. If you're going to text the text line, and I encourage you to do so, at, you see the number on the screen, 902-518-3033. Do it earlier on in the show. Because I turn on the phone, Lee, and I get this all these near the end of the show from yesterday. And I'm like, we didn't have time to get to these. T-. For instance, Rose in Edmonton says, did I miss you talking about the NHLPA survey results? I'd like to know what Lee thinks about the results. I don't even know what she's talking about. I didn't see the survey. Did they vote that McDavid was the best player in the NHL? I think that's all that I saw. Yeah, that's all I saw. That's all I saw, and I think we would all agree. Regarding the Las Vegas NLL team name, the Desert Dogs, which neither Lee nor I are in favor of, DG in Saskatoon writes, and he says, Morning, guys. I hate anything other than your city or province slash state in your team name. I remember the Colorado Avalanche almost became the Rocky Mountain Extreme many years ago. As for the Vegas team, how about the Las Vegas Mafia with all the background in that city? Does Lee think any leagues would allow Mafia in a team name? See, I'm getting completely off track here, but it's like, yeah, I kind of regret saying that I feel like I'm offended by the name Calgary Hitman. Hitmen are part of the Mafia. You're promoting organized crime and violence. I say that very tongue-in-cheek, and now I hear I am in Calgary. Fortunately, they haven't held it against me. But that's a mafia term, the hitman. Come on. Yeah, but that was Brett, the hitman heart, who used to own Yeah, but, yeah, but. Don't be in the yeah, but crowd. Yes. But, no, there was a lot of controversy when that came out. Was there? Absolutely. Well, they won out. Obviously, hitman won out. Mm -hmm. And here's one. Uh, Craig in Calgary says, I'm with Lee here. There's no real war except in the heads of stubborn, diehard, old guy Canadian football fans. And for those that just joined us, the question is, are we in Canada at war with the NFL as a CFL? Because I think we can, we, we're still CFL guys. Yeah. Yeah. Are we at war with the NFL in a competition for the dollar for eyeballs? Lee says, no, I say yes. And the, 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 the crappy thing is I got to listen to him because of his history and his resume. He might actually know what he's talking about. But Craig in Calgary says, in my generation, football is football. We enjoy the game, not clinging on to archaic traditions. Partnerships between the leagues and networks are great opportunities. Myself, I have stamped season tickets and merch, but I also follow the glamour of the other league's players. So thank you, Craig in Calgary, for that. I support it all. I buy NFL stuff. I buy CFL stuff. I guess you can be a fan of both. Absolutely. it's like That's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah. You can be a fan of F1. You can be... A fan of NASCAR doesn't mean you, it's a war between them. They both carve out their own markets. I, I'm sure there are people in those leagues that are at, feel that they're at war, though, in well, competition. I mean, to some degree, it's all complimentary. Like, if you like cars going 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Right? So. From the viewers, what do you got? What do you got? Well, no, I just talk about, like, you know, probably the perfect example. You've got a guy like... Alex Singleton goes down to NFL. He still touts the the CFL. Like I mean, I don't think it's a war. I think it's co- very complimentary, right? right. Um, it's interesting. They're talking about that NHLPA poll, and somewhere along the line, I've complete. I missed it. There's a lot of things going in and out of this cranium. 
but Patrolman Peter Winnipeg says, I'd like to see a similar poll conducted of WHL players. Well, guess what? They used to do it. Greg Drennan, now of gregdrennan.com, uh, Regina Leader Post fame. Bruce Lubke, the former voice of the Weekings, they used to do these polls of the players. We love voting on it. They used to do it in the CFL. The Herald did it. Best yeah. fans, best stadium, best this, next coordinator to be a head coach. Nobody's yeah. doing it anymore because everybody's around sitting on their ass. And you would think now would be the easiest time to do it with the thing that they call the internet. Makes it easy. <laughs> Makes it easy. It's a marking opportunity all the time. Somebody else go do it. I'm not doing it. See what I'm saying? Uh, we're getting way off track. Back on track. Mm. Are you having fun? Always. <laughs> yeah, but today more than... Yeah, more. I mean, it's Friday. Yeah. Talking football. We've got the photo of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers third jersey. And again, this is the marquee franchise in the CFL that nobody wants to admit. But it is. And the Blue Bombers came out with this. There's my guy, Willie. In the middle, I recognize some of those guys. Nick Dembski, Adam Big Hill. Is that Mercy Maston in the middle, 37 or Brandon Alexander? I don't know. Three of the four, that's pretty good on my behalf to recognize. The, that is... Can I going to tell you why I hate that right now? It just dawned on me. You're broadcasting a game, Lee, and Nick Dembski turns toward his quarterback to catch the pass in the end zone. I can't see who he is. There's no number on the front of his jersey. Ottawa did this years ago yeah. with their third jersey, and it was the uh, yeah, yeah. the R or something. Sorry, don't like him for that reason. Can you please put numbers on the front and the back of the jersey? Yeah. Rant off. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows. It is yeah. Brandon. Thanks, Clark. I named four yeah. for four. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, good for you. But, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Numbers on the front, and you'll, again, you need the guys that are, calling the game to know who's there and you in when you're a quarterback looking downfield is yeah you, you 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 got some tunnel vision there so you want to know you're throwing the you ball don't know it. who the player is no see a bunch of blue dudes down there okay winnipeg don't at me i gotta say i'm not a, i love the color scheme i love all of it but i, I wouldn't want to be called on the games no so here's one from Nelson Hackwich, our VP of Sim Events. From my time marketing the riders, they viewed everything as competition that took place in the same month. The rush were competition, right down to your couch and store-bought beer as competition. See, that's why I think the riders have slid big time because of that attitude. That's within the last Nelson five years, right? Because I'd like to see everybody work together. Together we achieve more. More. Oh. Whatever that acronym is. Yeah, together. Team. Team. Together. Team. Everyone, everyone achieves more. That's more. what it is. Yep. And with that attitude, it's wrong. And I, I guess if we're not in a competition with the NFL, then good. But I would like to work with the NFL as a CFL. And folks, that ain't happening either. No. That's well. not happening. Perfect example is the XFL signing this agreement with the NFL. They're working together. They're working together. Yeah. There was an opportunity for the XFL and the CFL to work together. Went away. Perfect example. I think I think that the CFL is subliminally in a war with the NFL and they don't know it. And it's it's a topic for another day. I've I've long been a proponent of NFL Canada. I, I am a proponent of flourishing and people being paid more and full stadiums 
not what's going on right now. This is funny, by the way, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, Ha ha, Derek Taylor said the same thing about the uniforms on the front. You broadcasters. I understand that we're the only ones that care, but as Lee pointed out, the quarterback wouldn't be that happy either because he can't see who the player is. So thank you for DT, which, by the way, Clark, can you make a note of that? We want to get Derek Taylor on the show. Not next week, but probably the week after. Yeah, thank you. And um, Don says, can you not enjoy both? U Sports and NCAA? You can, but what I'm asking is, are you watching both? And because I'll say this right now, we are literally in a competition on Game Plus TV with the other television channels that are on at the same time. That is a fact. Well, that's exactly at the same time. But that's why you have to toggle that you're not putting games on Thursday nights in NFL season, right? I mean, NFL could have six, six other game nights they could have tuesday night football they could have wednesday night football as well right so yeah you have to pick and choose when you're on you're not you should stay away from saturday afternoons because ncaa is yeah. big and it's just i don't know i feel that broadcast is no different media is really no different than sports teams and that we are actually in a competition it would be nice to work together but nobody does i've reached out to other media outlets to work together and for the most part they don't uh but i think Danny Austin for coming down later on an hour or two to talk about this. Now, moving that on a little more. Uh, by the way, Wayne in Victoria says, I love that acronym, Rod. That's why the CFL should work with the NFL to promote both together. Together, everyone achieves more. I didn't come up with it. Just so you know, I, <laughs> I saw it on a wall in one of the thousands of locker rooms that I've been in in my life, and I like it. To John Huffnagel admitting that he did, in fact, vote for a further exploration of four downs in the Canadian Football League. Wonderful article that I read at Three Down today. I don't know if they did the original interview or where it came from. I don't know. But Arash was right? Hmm? Hmm? He was the first to report this and was soundly trounced for it, but we won't go down that road. Huff said it was misconstrued how this played out. Uh, I don't know if you read the article. It's, it, I yeah. just said the highlights. He's like, it came up. He goes, I, I voted for exploring it further. He didn't vote specifically for going to four downs. I think there's a difference there. Yeah, well, I think you do have to explore it for the evolution. And they're going to say, there's going to be a ton of CFL people out there that are going to hate what I have to say. But there's a reason that Zellers isn't around anymore or Sears isn't around anymore. Things change. And the future could be four down American-type football in Canada. So you can have better opportunities. I mean, look at, you know, and I'll, I'll just make a quick example. What if there was a partnership with the XFL where you had 16 teams and you had a true cross-border league, no different than the NHL? The opportunities there are limitless. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's hard for people to accept change. And like I say, I've worked, I love the game, but again, if it's not going to survive or it's not going to be at its peak, how do you make it better? Well, they refuse change and don't really seem to like evolution. But we don't have a ton of time. We have two minutes, so we got to break and we'll bring in Mo. We've got more time next hour to get into this with you. But you worked in the CFL and the U.S. expansion, and I did not. It's one of the biggest regrets of my life. I'm just not old enough to have been around. You're just a couple of years older than me, I kid. But that must have been older. What? <laughs> You're only as old as you feel. Listen, you got two minutes. 
How awesome was it? What the U.S. expansion? Yeah, I mean it was pretty cool. I mean you had teams Vegas going down to Vegas, 38, 38 degrees was great. I mean it was great to see an international. It just needed to be handled better, right? At the time, it was all about getting the expansion fees that never actually came because the guys kind of all defaulted, right? But that the intention was there back in 1993. It was there. It just wasn't handled as well as it should have been. Chalk. Other other than Baltimore, which was drawing 40,000 people. Because they love football. Yeah. It wasn't handled well. What would you have changed? Well, you would have had to lead into it better. Just, to, you know, as opposed to just going, hey, we're going in here. Um, you know, you would have had to have a better marketing plan and would, you know, market the game better at the time, why it was different. And, and it was just more in your face, here's the team. And I don't think they did a really good job. Of, it was rushed is what yeah. you're telling yeah. me. I mean, it's hard to launch a league as it is, but now you're putting Canadian teams in the U.S. market. Right? Have you read the book Border Wars, the story of the CFL's U.S. expansion? Yes. yes. Awesome book, huh? Awesome. By, written by my good friend Ed Willis. Uh, Lee, we'll see you back in a bit. Look forward to it. We're going to Cincinnati next with ESPN 1530's Moegger. You're watching the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, live streaming today on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show coming at you live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. By the way, the living legend, eight-time Grammy Award winner, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, and most influential blues artist, Buddy Guy, returning to the Great Eagle Event Center stage tomorrow night. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And by the way, Friday, May 2nd, Canadian rockers Billy Talent returning to Calgary for an incredible show. The band will be joined by special guests Anti-Flag and Norbro. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. It is day two of the NFL draft, and uh, if you haven't voted on our poll yet, you should. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, are you following the NFL draft? Last I saw, close to 70% of respondents are saying, yes, they are. I know our next guest is ESPN 1530's Mo Egger, Cincinnati. And there he is. Oh, Hi. look at Hi. this guy. You got it. Well, yeah, I, I wore this. First of all, uh, when, when, is, when is Chilliwack taking the stage? Isn't that Canada's best rock band? Gone so long. Do you know their songs? I love Chilliwack. That's a great tune. That's a great tune. So I think of Canadian rock. I think of Chilliwack. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing my Rod Peterson sweatshirt. First of all, I, I didn't know if this is like when you go see a band, you're not supposed to wear the T-shirt of the band you're seeing. But it, it's a great-looking T-shirt. I figured you would enjoy it. Also, we're getting to the warmer months, and I figure it would serve as a reminder that I could use some warm-weather Rod Peterson show gear. How about that? Yeah, you look very cozy, Mo, and it doesn't look, obviously, like you're in Las Vegas. Did you flirt with the notion of going to Vegas for the draft, considering you're uh, reporting on the reigning AFC champion team? Uh, yeah, I would have loved to have gone to Vegas. I would have done no work. It would have been like Los Angeles when I saw you for the Super Bowl. Uh, you, you could always sign me up for a trip to Vegas. That would have been... I do want to attend an NFL draft one year, mainly to talk to people about why they're attending the NFL draft. 
<laughs> Explain. Don't just drop that and leave. They look like they're yeah, having well, a good time to me. They look like they're having a great time, but I mean, I, I how how exciting is it? Like, I think it's a really cool television show. I love that. I, I get exhausted sometimes with the pre-draft process. I'll admit to you, but like the draft as a television show, especially last night with all the trades, is really compelling television. And I love just seeing these guys realize uh, a dream come true. I, I don't think that part gets focused on nearly enough. But as an in-person event, it just doesn't seem to me like there's a lot of there there. Like, I don't know what would compel somebody. If you live in town, like if the draft were here in Cincinnati, I'd go. But like, I, I don't know that that's an event that I want to travel to go see in person. So I'm interested in like, what is the event like in person? And all right, talk to me about why you uh, saved up money to come to the draft. Yeah, well, because I think any, as you just said, any trip to Vegas is a fun one. And but that's Vegas. Sure. It's not going to be in Vegas every year. But let me say this: I don't know. I saw you Wednesday of Super Bowl, and then I was, never saw you again. I'm sure your week got super busy. But I think they go to the draft because you might rub elbows with an NFL star. I've been when the CFL had certain live events. It was like '95 and '93. I was at them, and they actually were a lot of fun. They brought the prospects out on stage, and it was great. They don't do it anymore, but I think. Wouldn't you think that's what it is to rub elbows with fellow NFL fans? I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong, but at the Super no. Bowl, I, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I got to convert with NFL people. It was a lot of fun. Well, your experience was better than mine then. <laughs> to a lot of converting, converting with NFL people. No, I'm not saying this critically. I just, it, it's, you know, you're just, you're in this area. They're bringing picks on stage. Is it that exciting? And maybe the answer is yes. I don't know. I haven't been, but. If somebody wanted to send me, yeah, I would I would go to the draft and I would I would mingle with the people, as we say. Well, let's put it this way. They're saying it's the weakest draft in over 10 years. The top quarterback didn't go until 20th, as you know. So maybe that has something to do with the fact it's not a lot of sizzle. Like last year's draft is one you would have wanted to be at. No question. I, I, you know, look, from a quarterback standpoint, yeah, this draft is, you know, let's face it, pretty underwhelming, certainly in comparison to recent years where you had Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow and even the Baker Mayfield draft. But, you know, I mean, we had six wide receivers go in the top 20, among the top 20 picks. There's some bona fide stars there. So I, I think the the direction the NFL is moving in was reflected by the draft last night. But, yeah, I, I think for for people who follow college football casually, this draft lacked the sort of punch, the sort of sizzle that we've had in recent years. And usually the stars of the draft are quarterbacks, and we only had one go off the board last night. And let's face it, Kenny Pickett's Pittsburgh team had a really, really nice year, but you wouldn't say he was a transcendent college star like Trevor Lawrence was or like Tua Tagovailoa was or like obviously Joe Burrow was. So I think that impacted the draft, and, and maybe that made it a less compelling event in person. I thought it made for really compelling television last night. But, you know, again, if you know what, you and I could do a road trip to the draft and next year. You and I could do our respective shows from there. I think that would be fantastic. Do we know where it'll be? Uh, is it in? Is it? I don't know. I should know this. I should know the yeah. answer to this question. This is easily Googleable, uh, but I don't yes. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't Somebody think will tell us. Somebody will tell us in the chat. I don't care where it is, man. If it's Green Bay, I would go, Mo, if I knew you were going to be there. Which, by the way, in the few minutes we have left, 
I don't care about Michigan safety Daxton Hill, who the Bengals took with the 31st pick. I, I do, no offense to him, but I care more about your Super Bowl experience because I was thinking about you with the dying <laughs> moments of the game. Was it just like another kick to the stomach as a Bengals fan? Like I, I, I legitimately fell for you because I saw your tweet about thinking yeah. about your dad the morning of Super Bowl and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Wow. This is tough. So, really quick, Wikipedia tells me the draft next year is in Kansas City, which is a great city. So we should How about that? Um, so, for me, it was a combination of things. First of all, there was the coolness of seeing my favorite team play in the Super Bowl, which I never thought I would experience. I had been to two other Super Bowl games. I, I legitimately never thought in my life I would see the team of my youth, my beloved Bengals, my hometown team. I never thought I'd see them play in the Super Bowl in person. And I, you know, from a professional standpoint, to get a chance to do shows from the city that my team was playing in the Super Bowl in, that kind of superseded everything. There was also a sense for me of, hey, they got here, and they have a pretty good chance to be good for a while, and so the championship window is pretty open. And then at the same time, they were this close. They were this close. Um, they're a stop away from having the ball with the lead in the final moments of the game, and you feel like they have a chance to salt it away. Uh, the play calling at the end of the game was certainly suspect. That's going to stick in my crawl. And the reality is, as much as I think everybody likes the Bengals roster, and I like the Dax Hill pick, by the way, you don't know when you're going to be back. There's an insane amount of luck that requires you just to get back to where the Bengals were. This postseason run was reflective of that. And so you walk out of that stadium last night appreciative for the opportunity to be there and appreciative for the season they had. But you just go, man, when are they going to be in that position again? And are we going to be sitting here years from now going, that was their best chance of winning a title? And so until they have a chance to win one and ultimately finally grasp a Lombardi trophy, you are very, very justified in looking back at that night, February 13th, with a great deal of regret and remorse and wistfulness. And I certainly would count myself among the people who uh, kind of look back on that experience that way. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, what do you what do you legitimately think their chances are of being in the Super Bowl this year in Arizona? Well, they're in the mix. Look, the AFC is insanely competitive. I mean, we this offseason, <laughs> last night we actually had really good AFC players get traded to the NFC to kind of balance things out just a little bit. But start with the division. The Cleveland Browns, from an offensive standpoint, are going to be more formidable. I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to be more formidable just because they're going to be healthier. They can't help but be healthier. And I do like what they did in the draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to be an easy out either, although I would I would certainly stop short of saying that Pittsburgh is a, a Super Bowl contender. I think there's I think you can look at the AFC and there are twelve or thirteen cities in which fans there think their team should make the postseason. That speaks to the depth of uh talent, of quarterback play of skill play that's in this half of the NFL. The AFC West is going to be an absolute dogfight. I think there's two legitimate Super Bowl contenders in the AFC North, and there's one in the AFC East. And so are the Bengals in that mix? Yes. I think what's interesting about this offseason is you saw the Super Bowl rod, right? The Bengals lose that game in large part because their offensive line was awful. They have addressed the offensive line. Three free agents in their prime. They've spent money. Three guys, 29 or younger. So, okay, their biggest weakness has been solved. And so you would think, God, you know what? They've separated themselves from the pack. But the pack also has gotten formidable, right? Uh, quarterbacks, skill guys in this part of the AFC, uh, teams are going to be healthier. Can the Bengals be as healthy as they were last year? I think this is going to be insanely fun. I think the Bengals on paper are going to have a better team in 2022 than they did last year. But are they going to enjoy the same injury luck? Are they going to win the kind of close games they did last year? 
Um, and then, you know, what do you make of the things you can't control, like the Kansas City Chiefs? like the Las Vegas Raiders, like the Denver Broncos getting better, like the L.A. Chargers probably uh, taking a step forward with their quarterback, the, the improvements made by AFC teams. I think the Bengals on paper have a better team than last year. I don't know that I would be prepared that they're, to say that their chances of getting to the Super Bowl are as good, but that's a reflection of how tough the division and the conference is. Well, as you say, it's going to be insanely fun. Mo, thanks for this. Yes. If I don't see you, I'll see you in Kansas City at the draft one year from yeah. now. And uh, you break a leg this afternoon, sir. Good to see you. Uh, Rod, it's always good to see you. I wear an XL. Just keep that in mind. If if you want to send Absolutely. I'll tell the boys. XL. I could use one of those lime green shirts you were rocking in, La in uh, L.A. I know you like and, those. And That's by the way, right. okay. give, give Chili Whack my best. You know it's Chilliwack, right? No, I had no idea. <laughs> it's Chilliwack. All right. Chilliwack. Thank you, Mo. Hey, give hey. the guys from Chilliwack my best. See you, Rod. There you go. A Mo Wagger from ESPN 1530. Cincinnati. Taco time. Viewer takeover is next. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy the best podcast, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We are live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Oh boy, there's some interesting things, some interesting things going down. I'm checking the 902 text line here in this Taco Time viewer takeover. By the way, Taco Time sources all their ingredients right in Canada, over 120 locations across the Great White North. A lot of things to get into today. Uh, coming back into Hour 2, we got Danny Austin's going to be joining us from the Calgary Sun and Herald, Stan Peters beat writer on this Football Friday for Flame Tech. But Earlier on, Lee Genier and I were discussing, you know, was the CFL at war with the NFL? And I guess we're about 50-50 on that. Rose in Edmonton's watching. She says, I think the CFL is more worried about going head-to-head -head with the NHL. That is why they want us to freeze our butts off in November. Rose, thank you for that. I want to get into that with Danny next hour because my perspective's changing. When you come from Saskatchewan where there's really only one team and no competition, to this, your perspective changes, and I'm getting it a little bit more. Metal Shingle Guy in the Queen City writes, and he says, Nelson is so right. Riders want all of it. The NFL game was canceled because of that. Winnipeg snapped it up and did such a good job changing the field. Very Winnipegish. Last minute of play in hour one. Carrie in Red Deer says maybe there should be a fun exhibition fundraising game. An NFL team play a CFL team. I'd like to see the teams forget they have to play either three downs or four, depending on where they play. Could make for funny bloopers. That's not going to happen, but how about a CFL versus NFL alumni game? How about that? True. Just, let's just do it with the alumni, because I tell you what, you could scrape up 55 guys that would play, that want to play, because they would play for real now write it down and tell lee he's the idea guy so anyways 
We'll do it all coming up after this break. Game Plus and YouTube Live. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. It's a great Flame Tech Football Friday. We'll be right back after this timeout. DA. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.